0: tickets and he put the wrong birthday. I found out last night when I went to scan my passport in it says the information on your reservation does not match your passport. So I got to get to the airport in time to solve that problem. So I'm not preach long. Mark chapter number 5 verse 1. They came over the other side of the sea and the country of the Gadarians, and when he was come out Of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwelling among the tombs and no man could bind him, no not chains. Because that when he'd been often bound with fetters and chains, the chains had been plucked asunder by him, the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. And always day and night, or night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying. Cutting himself with stones, but when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him, he cried with a loud voice, and said, "What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not." For he said unto him, "Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit." And he said unto him, "What is thy name?" And he answered, saying, "My name is Legion." For were many, and he besought him much that he would not send him away out of the country. Now there was there nigh unto the mountain a great herd of swine feeding. And all of the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine, that we may enter into them. And forthwith Jesus gave them leave. And the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine. The herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea. About 2,000 were choked in the sea. And they that fed the swine fled and told them the city and the country they went out to see what was done. They come to Jesus and seeing him that was possessed with the devil, had the legion sitting and clothed but in his right mind. They were afraid. And they that saw it told them how befell him that was possessed of the devil, and also concerning the swine. They began to pray him to depart out of the coast. When he's come into the ship, he that had been possessed of the devil prayed him that he might be with him. Howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but saith unto him, Go home to thy friends. Tell them how great things the Lord hath done. For thee, and have compassion on thee. And he departed and began to publish in Diocopolis how great things the Lord had done for him. And all men did marvel. Let's pray together. Father, we ask, Lord, that you'd bless and help in the service time this morning. I thank you, Lord, for the good singing. I thank you, Lord, for the great testimonies. I pray that you'd move now during the preaching time. Well, thank you for all that you do in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Now, this is familiar scripture. I don't have to lay a whole lot of background right here about what's happening. There's a lot of things that can be learned in Mark chapter number 5. You look at Mark 4. The Lord has been on that southeastern side of the the northwestern side of the Sea of Galilee. And that's where the majority of His ministry was spent. But he told his disciples, he said, let us go on the other side. So they traveled down in the country of uh, the area of Gad on the northeast or the southeastern side of the Sea of Galilee. And it's one of the few times Jesus ever traveled there. But there was a man in the tomb that needed our Lord's attention. So he goes there and steps out on the seashore there in the country of Gad. Now you'll remember that when the children of Israel passed over into Canaan, that the tribe of uh, of Gad, the half-tribe of Manasseh, stayed on this side of Jordan. They didn't cross over into Canaan. Boy, over the years, they had backslidden on God. Now they're keepers of uh, swine. And of course, the Jews were not having anything to do with the swine, but now they're keepers of swine. They've really backslidden on God. And boy, they've got a big problem. They've got a man that's possessed of a devil and they can't do anything with it. Now there's a few things that we can learn here. Number one, we can learn a little bit about the reality of demon possession. I'm going to tell you that it's a real thing. Amen. Still, even in our day day, people are possessed of the devil. I will say this, not everybody that's lost is possessed of the devil, but everybody that's possessed of the devil is lost. Amen. I'm glad I don't have to. Being possessed of the devil. Yeah. That's not going to happen to me. Because yeah. there's a the one that lives on the inside of me that's greater than him that's on the outside. Yeah. I'll right. yeah. tell you this. I, yeah. I, I, I'm going to mention it a lot because uh, I want you to know what to think about it. This deliverance ministry mess that Greg Locke and that yeah. bunch is pushing, that's ungodly. It's not biblical. Uh, him and D.R. Harrison are pushing an ungodly mess. Uh, they're heretics, amen. Uh, you oh, mark it down. They're heretics uh, because a saved person cannot be possessed of the devil. I'm I, hey, I've never met a saved person who need to be have an exorcism. Oh you know? no, sir. I tell you, lost people be possessed of the devil. But all they need to be is saved. Amen. They don't need an exorcist. They need to be saved. The Holy Ghost moves in their life, he'll kick the demons out. You know? Amen. But we see the reality of demons. Uh, But then there's the ruin that demons bring. Uh, uh, You see that uh, this man loved to hang around dead things. He's around the cemetery. Uh, uh, They couldn't keep his clothes on him. Uh, They tried to tame him, but they weren't able to tame him. Uh, Boy, I tell you, he's in a mess. Uh, We see that the respect, that the demons had. I think it's interesting. Uh, and you look here, uh, when the demons saw the Lord, uh, they come to and they worshiped Him. Amen. I just take time out just a moment and say the demons know who Jesus is. Yes, And they're afraid of him, too. I tell you, they was there when the King of Glory kicked them out of heaven. Uh, they know who's in charge, they know who the boss is. Amen. And so they came with the respect. Uh, than they had to the over that. But then notice the response of the people. In verse 17, they said, uh, uh, we don't want this Jesus over here. You see, it was messing with their bottom line, and they didn't want anybody to mess with their bottom line. Let me say this: not much has changed in our day and age. People would rather have school shootings than have prayer about yeah. 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 the school. Amen. We would rather bring God back into society. Yeah. They'd rather have that. And that's exactly the way these people were that night. But uh, the Lord, uh, he meets this man possessed of the devil, and he does work in his life and then when they come back up there, Brother Harmon, what they find is this man seated on the right hand of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's seated there and clothed and in his right mind. And the Bible said in verse number 14, look what it says. It says, and they went out to see what it was that was done. I want you to notice what the Bible said there uh, in uh, verse, number, uh, verse number 19. Uh, it said, uh, the Lord said, go home to thy friends uh, and tell them how great things that the Lord uh, hath done. Uh, then again in verse number 20, uh, the Bible said, how great things... Uh, Jesus had done. I heard through that introduction. I want to preach for just a few minutes. And I promise I won't be long on come and see what great things the Lord has done. Amen. Come and see what great things that the Lord has done. I was reading a story this week from the about D.L. Moody. And said that the Mormons got interested in Mr. Moody. uh, And they called him out for a meeting in uh, Salt Lake City. Uh, And Mr. Moody went out there and he observed their religion for a few days. uh, And they were hoping to win Mr. Moody over to the Mormon religion. uh, Because they knew what an impact he had. Uh, Well, they sat down to talk to him. Uh, Mr. Moody looked across the table. Uh, He said, two letters separate me uh, from your religion. Uh, They said, two letters? What letters? He said, that's N and E. The letter N and the letter E separates me from your religion. He said, what are you talking about? He said, well, your religion says do, 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 do. He says, my religion says done, 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 done. I'm glad to report to you this morning that it's not do, do, the work, I'm so glad that he brings it to fruition. And this work done, it means to bring to completion, particularly in a matter of artwork or in something constructed. I'm glad, thank God, that when I got saved, praise God, I got all the way saved. Mm, Let me say this to you this morning. We'll sing that little song He's still working on me I understand the thought behind that song And there's some truth to it And I'm going to tell you this morning In the area of salvation The work is done It's over with Amen The Bible said in Philippians 1-6 Being confident of this very thing That he which hath begun a good work in me Will perform it unto the day Of Jesus Christ I'm here to tell you I'm not keeping myself saved I'm saved by grace through faith I'm washed in the blood It's over, it's finished, it's done God made the difference He converted my soul He sealed my soul There's nothing else that needs to be done I'm saved, 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 saved And it's done It's done You see when I committed unto the Lord Jesus Christ He took care of all the rest I don't have to doubt anything. You see, I might doubt what I did. I might doubt myself. But I'm going to tell you what he did cannot be doubted. Amen. Amen. A lot of people say, well, I'm doubting my salvation. I understand why you would. My salvation won't do me no good. But my friend, when you get a hold of the fact that it's not your salvation, it's the Lord's salvation. And when he does something, it's done. We ought to worship together tonight. We all to worship together this morning, know that when he does something, it's done. Yeah. Amen. He said, Come see what's done. See, there's nothing else to be done in this man's life. The Lord had already kicked the devils out and moved in. Amen. Yeah, and he'd taken the place. I'm glad the Sunday morning when I came and I put my faith in Christ, that strong man came and kicked that strong out. That, that stronger man came and kicked that strong man out. And he took up a boat inside of me. Brother Marvin, I've not always done what I should have done. Boy, i am these things in my life. I'm embarrassed. Of. i mean I've always been saved. Since that day, I've always been saved. You know why? Because it's not what I do, it's what he done. Well, that ought to make you feel like running away. It's not what I do, it's what he's done. I'm glad that he finished the work in me one day. I'm glad he brought it to completion. I'm glad he finished it up. Hey, 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 hey. I'm glad to be a finished work of Calvary. So, there is the great things The Lord's done, give three in this man's life. And you might just see yourself in this man's life. Come and see what great things the Lord hath done. Number one, can I say this morning, he has done and brought, I know that's not good English, but it'll be all right. When I get to to London, I'm gonna have to have an interpreter because I'm not sure I can speak the King's English. He done and brought him some peace. Look what the Bible said there in verse number 15. The Bible said, and they came to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil. And he that had the legion, what was he doing? He was sitting and he was in his right mind. (laughs) Now here's a man that had not been able to be still. You see, that's what the devil does to you. The devil brings a lot of pacing in your life. You know, the Bible said that that Satan, uh, he's been going to and fro on the earth. That's what wickedness does. Wickedness is always moving. To and fro, it's never satisfied. It's like an animal in a cage. It's always pacing back and forth. Such is everybody that's lost uh, without God. Their lives are always back and forth. Uh, My friend, they're always on the move. Uh, They're never satisfied. Uh, They're never able to find any satisfaction. This man been pacing the tombs. They tried to tame him. They put chains on him, shackles on him. None of that did any good. But the day he met Jesus, uh, suddenly he sat down. Hey, Amen. Boy, I tell you, there ain't nothing like salvation for calming a man down. Yeah. Yeah man this man done not walked his legs off done been pacing around and when they came back carrie said uh, leaned back probably about to go to sleep about to take him a nap man done re and done in reclined in the peace that the lord jesus christ gives yeah. i'm glad in a in a world that's a rat race i'm glad to know one that brings peace amen yeah. hey i'm glad to have confidence in him that brings peace Peace to the soul, Amen. but then as he seated, Brother Abbott was his right mind. He'd been out of his mind. he the demons drove him crazy. He was out of his mind. Can you imagine it? You know, I I never have understood horror movies. I'm just going to be honest with you. I never have understood. I never have understood anybody want to watch one. I don't get it, horror movies. I don't understand it. I never have been interested in it. I remember when I was a kid in the 80s, they turned Jason on, and I went downstairs and hid under the couch. Hey, man, I scared to death that fellow. Freddy Krueger, I ain't got nothing for none of that. I ain't never watched none of it. I ain't got nothing for none of that. Now, if that's your thing, help yourself. I don't like it, But particularly in our day and age, why in the world anybody watch a horror movie when you can watch the news? Why do you might watch a horror movie? It's on the news. It's on the news. I mean, uh, life is a horror tale. You know why? Because demons have infiltrated people's minds. And they act. they acted out, they do it in real life today, honey. You ain't gotta, you ain't gotta watch Jason and Freddy Krueger. They're doing it in real life. And our, nowadays our they're doing it in real life. You know why? Because they're minds. They're minds. I'm telling you, this world is full of people with warped minds. You don't believe so? Go out last Drive downtown. <laughs> Spend a few moments. I'm telling you, they're out of their minds. But I'm glad Jesus saved you. What's to do? Put you back in your right mind. Put you back in your right mind. When I tell you, uh, this man, Jesus, done and give him peace. How many of you this morning can testify and say, the Lord done give me peace? Amen. Well, ain't that a blessing? Have the peace of God in your heart that passeth all understanding. Oh, my. I told Miss Sandy before at church. She said, you got to trust the Lord about that plane, preacher. Amen. Yeah, I trust the Lord's in pilots I ain't sure about. <laughs> hey. No, I'm just kidding. I ain't worried about it. I really ain't. I, I, I'm kidding and went on about it, but I, I'm not worried about it. I, it's uh, kind of like I, tell, I told them down there at Michael. Uh, And I know y'all fuss that probably after this over and you fuss whatever. I don't wear no bulletproof vest down there, not very often. I've got it where I can get to it, but I don't wear it. Somebody said, why don't you wear your vest? I said, listen, if I get shot and killed at Michaelville Elementary, it was meant to be. Amen. <laughs> hey, it's meant to be is all I know. And, uh, but, you know. and that's the same with that airplane. That thing was to crash this just meant to be. It'd be all right. I go to heaven. And that's the kind of peace that I've got in my heart. I'm not a bit worried about it. Uh, hey, Amen. Are you hearing me now? Amen. I'm glad to know Savior can give you peace about anything and everything. Aren't you glad for the peace of God? His old boy didn't have no peace in his life. Now he's got peace. Boy, it sure is good to be saved. Aren't you glad to be saved? I mean, S-A-V-E-D. And peace of life, number two. Number one, he done brought him peace. Number two, he done brought him some purity. This old boy had been running around, didn't have to stitch clothes on. Been that, been up there in the, been up there in the tombs, of cutting himself, bringing himself harm. But guess what? Jesus had made a difference. Gone was the man running in the tombs. He done found him some clothes and put them on. Hey Amen. Don't make me preach on that. Summer's coming. He doesn't some, it's strange to me every time you get demon possession to take clothes off. Anyway, he doesn't put some clothes off. And he's sitting down serving the Lord. Gone are the days when running in the tomb naked. Gone are the days when he was terrorizing the community. Gone are the days when he was a problem for everybody. But now he's a model citizen. God done cleaned him up. Let me just pause right there and say I'm glad God cleaned you up. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you, the, the hey preachers run themselves crazy trying to clean people up. I've done it. I've done it, and you can't keep them clean. That's the problem. It's like that dog of mine. I can bring her in there and give her a bath, and she'll smell like roses. And then you turn her loose and what she do? She run out there and hunt the biggest mud hole, dirt pile you can find, waller around in it. I tell you, back, don't do her no good uh, because she's still a dog when she gets out of the bath. Uh, I'm glad thank God one day uh, Jesus reached down lower than I could reach up. Uh, I'm glad when he saved me, made a new creature out of me. Uh, but I'm telling you, I know you say that's old-fashioned preach, that kind of uh, preaching that salvation makes a difference. Uh, but I believe a lot, of people, a lot of people, preach the negative side of that. Jen, they preach the negative side of it. They say, "Why can't you do better if you're saved? Y'all do better." But I'm going to tell you the way I look at it. When I got saved, I get to do better. It's a privilege to get to do better. I'm glad I ain't got to live like everybody else. Man, I'm glad. Hey, I'm glad God. I'm glad God cleaned me up a little bit. Because I, hey, how many of you agree with me right here? I'm just preaching. How many of you watch the way the other side lives? Ain't no, ain't no fun. Huh? Come on now. Y'all seen the way lost people live? It ain't no fun. Ain't no fun in that. I mean, they're all the time trying to get high or trying to get things off their mind. Uh, there's a man and woman that uh, lives right up the road here. And we go to their house pretty regularly on calls and different things. They wake up every morning mad at one another. And then they, they decide, here's what they do. They said, we're going to drink till we get glad. And they never have done it. Amen. They never have drunk till they got glad. All they are is mad drunks once they get drunk. And then they're beating on one another and pushing one another down steps. Amen. And causing the problem. So you know who I'm talking about. And it's miserable every single day of their life. I'm going to tell you, if I had lived like that, I'd 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 think to myself, boy, there's got to be more to life than this waking up mad, drunk all day and every day. Uh, Aren't you glad that ain't you? Aren't you glad God saved you? Aren't you glad God cleans you up? Aren't you glad you can wake up with happiness in your heart on Monday morning, hallelujah, and a smile on your face? Well, I'd say it's good to be saved. Done. Done. He done He done and brought him some peace. And he'd done and brought him some purity. But then there's one last thing I want to point out. I will be done. he done and brought him some passion. And look what I said there in verse 18. I love it. And when he was come into the ship, he that had been possessed of the devil prayed him that he might be with him. Howbeit Jesus suffered him. Uh, go home, suffered him not. Go home to thy friends Tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee and hath had compassion on thee. And he departed and began to publish in the octopus how great things Jesus had done. That man, he got a brand new passion. Amen. My mind's running crazy right here. I can see him up there in the tombs. He been harming himself, cutting himself. That's what sin does to you. Uh, 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 up there in the tent. can you imagine? A, crowd, a wild man. Now I know how little boys are. No doubt there was some little boys dared one another go up there the, and go up there and see that crazy man. And they said, "Well, you ain't got the guts." So old Jimmy said, "I got the guts. I'll go if you go, I'll go." I see them going up there. He's around the cemetery and peeking in. <laughs> Here comes an old naked man out of the, my friend out of the cave, running at them boys. Rah! Them boys say, Rah! Run all the way back to town. And then they come out of the store one day and they look. Here comes that old boy. Oh, mm-hmm. Don't you know half the town was going, Oh my goodness. <laughs> catch a feller that was up there in the tombs, and yeah, that's a feller, that's a feller. Old boy's walking down the main street, and he <laughs> said, "Hey, let me tell you about the change Jesus made." Yeah don't run away boys don't run away uh, I'm not that same fella anymore uh, I'm not like I used to be uh, boy the Lord had compassion on me and he got rid of old legion uh, and he put me in my right mind uh, and he saved me by his grace uh, and let me tell you about and boy the whole town come flocking out come see the man come see the old divanity come see the man what's been giving us a fit boy God doesn't make a difference in his life amen Somebody's testifying this morning. I thought about how good it went with the message. There ought to come a time in your life where you just want to tell somebody else about what Jesus done for you. Yeah. There ought to come a time, hey, if He delivered you, there ought to come a time in your life where you want to tell somebody about it. Amen. Where you're like, hey, I got saved. I mean saved let me tell you I used. to let me tell you what I used to be but I ain't that no more let me tell you how good God was to me let me tell you how Jesus saved me anybody with me this morning let me tell you how Jesus cleansed me let me tell you how Jesus cured me boy I tell you there's nothing like knowing that you're saved and tell somebody else about it. he got a brand new passion you know what here in little wild land in London I, 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 would, I, I wouldn't care to see Big Ben. I ain't got much else lost in London. I'd like to see one of them little taxis, Big Ben, and one of them red phone buddies. <laughs> I'd see them three things. That's about all London I'd want to see. But we're not going to get to see London. We're going to go over there and we're going to land in Scotland. There's things in Scotland I'd like to see. We may see a few things. I'll tell you why I'm i might. Because Jesus made a difference for me in Pensacola, North Carolina. Amen. He would make a difference for somebody in Denver, East If I hand out 10,000 bags and one person comes to church out of 10,000, it'll be worth it. If no people come to church out of the 10,000 bags I hand out, it'll still be worth it. Amen. 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 Hey, listen to me this morning. Now, hey, hey I, see, Jesus saved me. Amen. Jesus made a difference in my life. He gave me a passion, he got me, I won't tell other people about what Jesus did in my life. This old boy got him a brand new passion. He said, I just can't wait to get out there and tell somebody about it. Give one more thought, my mind's just racing. I'm seeing this old boy as he gets up in the morning, goes in there, combs his hair, Fixes up, gets his clothes on. He probably wore a bunch of clothes. Because <laughs> I bet you he's thinking I've been naked all these years. I'm gonna put on a bunch of clothes. <laughs> he probably walking around like the Michelin man, yeah. I don't want anybody to think I'm going back on this. He gets his clothes on. Walking out of town, maybe pass by the old cemetery where he used to be. I said, tears began to roll down his cheeks. <laughs> he said, I'm glad I don't live there no more. <laughs> I'm glad I ain't that feller no more. I'm glad I ain't like that anymore. Boy, oh, I remember the day when that Nazarene stepped off the boat. I remember the difference that he made in my life. Boy, I'm glad I'm not like that anymore. I believe I'll just tell somebody else. About the difference Jesus made in my life today. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. Father, help us, Lord, during this time of invitation. Bless us only you can. We'll thank you for all you do. Our heads are bowed. Our eyes are closed. No, wait a minute, Gabe. Justice, come sing I'm Free to Worship. She's gonna come get this and ready on the piano while you got your head bowed and your eyes closed. I want you to listen to what I'm about to say. If you've never experienced what that maniac experienced, if Jesus has never made a difference in your life, then I want you to find your place in this altar this morning and get saved. We've had a lot of people getting saved.